Alpha, you know what I need. Aliens. Battleborn. Well, that's not what I was thinking, Alpha. Aliens. Battleborn. Well, I guess that's all we have. Sure. Aliens. Battleborgs, the podcast whose name I momentarily forgot. No big deal. Um, I'm definitely prepared for this. Hi, I'm Lexi. Um, yeah, that is. I threw myself off horribly by wow. the name of this podcast. Now you introduce us. Hey, screw you! I, I'm, I'm in charge here. You don't tell me what to do. Okay, that's fair. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not going to introduce you. Maybe they. Maybe they can. Maybe the listeners can figure out from your sounds of your voices who you are. Uh, do Do you want to just like restart? We can still restart. That's an option. No, there's no restarts. <laughs> there's no turning back. I mean, we definitely could just turn back. Nope, this podcast only goes forward. Alrighty. <laughs> so, uh, hey, uh, joining me this week, we've got Luke. Yep, you sure do. I uh, he he's finally he's finally returned to the biggest mess we've made yet, and that's yeah, saying something for this show. Yeah, boy, I picked one to come back on, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> in in multiple senses, but oh, wowzers! Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, is it too? Can I leave? Is it too late? <laughs> yes, it is too late. You are now Shit. bound to this call. Oh, geez, because <laughs> I I'll just started watching the episode, and I'm worried. <laughs> oh, you, no, yeah. You should trust your instincts on that. It's <laughs> yeah. not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so while Luke's, you know, feverishly doing his homework as it's being called to be turned in, uh, I'll also introduce Just other- like high school and middle school and college. <laughs> really, yeah, really all of school. <laughs> um, so Zach is also here. Hey, everybody. Yeah, this episode's... I, now it, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's bad in all the ways the other episodes have been bad, but it's also bad in other it's ways. It's got additional bads. I, I, uh, so, speaking to what Luke said in terms of, like, A, he came back on a hot mess, like, for the reasons that we'll get into, but B, uh, so, what will become apparent shortly is that there's some problems with this episode. Um, I tried to go get get some outside expertise to help talk to us about this. Unfortunately, I think that may have fallen through, unless Eric inserts it after this. And in fact, it is in here. But when Eric, I was trying, please, please insert this af- <laughs> insert it in afterwards, just to make Zach look foolish. <laughs> but in any case, 
Um, when I was trying to get somebody who's not a Power Rangers person to come in and watch this specific episode to talk about yeah. that stuff, uh, the first question they had was just like, hey, what the fuck is happening? And I was like, oh, right. It's a valid question. It's a, very, okay. it's a very valid question. And <laughs> because, because, like, frankly, we, I have that question. We've had people come in who don't watch this show, and I feel like normally it's, like, kind of easy to, okay, these are the good guys and, like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, right. I didn't realize, like, I had to go, like, oh, right, okay, so the teenagers are children and aliens came in to, to replace them and the aliens are blah, and it's just, like, For there's once, so much to The explain. show has introduced a, like, continuing plot line in their story that they don't completely rehash every episode. Right. Right, and it's a fever dream. Yes, exactly. Right. And, and so, like, it, I didn't really re- fully reflect on how crazy that is until now because i've been watching every week and it's kind of been nice to not waste a bunch of the episode reiterating shit we already know but when you point out yeah if somebody just jumps into this one there's a lot that really needs to be explained right and like i wasn't thinking about that so i was just like here's the episode and then they got back to me like hey what the fuck (laughs) like what is going on (laughs) i know we've talked about previously like the show when it actually aired would have like previously ons before the before the start of the show that would kind of fill in some of that stuff i don't know if they did that here i would guess probably god i hope so i f- yeah it wouldn't surprise me yeah i mean i feel netflix like netflix definitely doesn't have well it. this was like a mini series like was this a situation where they aired like an episode a day i don't know I the don't actual know. i can look it up while you yeah. guys talk but like okay yeah, I do it, like if if you just watched the last episode yesterday then that's different you know right but even then like you can't count on like Kids have stuff going on sometimes. Like, if you had to oh, stay sure. late at school for something, you missed last week's the episode that explained the fucking Zeo quest. And the next episode, you tune in, and all, Rocky is just for some reason in question mark Mexico? And also as a child. The, well, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, there's there's so much you don't understand. Right. Yeah, it's a lot. It's And especially since, like, if... I mean, they're wearing the right colors, but, like, if you missed the part where they... They don't even say, like, who these people are. They just expect you to know. So there yeah, must yeah. have been... There must have been, like, some... some. Hey, last time on Power Rangers, all the Rangers are children now. Like... <laughs> no, I mean, that part at least is in the intro. Yeah, that's true. Okay. If you actually watch yeah. the intro, you see them de-age. So, uh, this was aired... It looks like, yeah, every day, um, every weekday. Okay. And then the the two-parter that ends it, the next two episodes, were actually aired uh-huh. the same day. Uh, so this episode was uh, February 14th, 1996. So there you go. Um, hey, so I, I went back to the intro just because, you know, I mentioned the, them showing it. And I wanted to triple check that I wasn't, like, wrong about that. Right. And uh, why does why is the last scene of the intro to Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers a planet being blown up? I don't know. I've been wondering that the whole time, to be honest with you. I it's like it Somebody shoots something at what looks like Earth, and it blows up. But it blows up, hmm. like, into the logo, right? Am I wrong about that? I think it does. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's Saban, it's Saban um, destroying a planet for a special effect. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. It's not that crazy, to be completely honest. I mean, like, like Haim Saban, if Haim Saban was uh, actually a, a 
what is it, Vogon from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Like, right, right. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so this episode, I mean, yeah, Lexi, why don't you start us off? How about that? Well, well wait, hold uh, on. What so about our, before yeah. we before we just jump into it? Um, uh huh. So I I did a little uh, homework. Yeah, um, wait a like, second. Hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah? We need Mighty News and Morphin News and Alien News and Ranger News. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do any of that. Um, what the hell? <laughs> see, see, the thing you've missed, Luke, by not being on the last couple episodes, is my favorite thing about this miniseries, which is that Lexi g- grew to hate the segment that she created almost instantly. <laughs> very fast no like like, matt nailed it on day one it's a terrible it's a terrible joke (laughs) you needed to commit to this bit for 10 episodes luke jumped out luke do you have any idea how hard it is to find news under those specific keywords (laughs) you only needed 40 items of news i burned through every joke i could make about uh ranger news in the first segment yeah there's not a lot to talk about unless you want to talk about baseball every week and since molly keeps turning down my offers to guests there's no reason to do that <laughs> oh god so 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 go ahead i so like i said i actually did a little bit of homework since zach mentioned we weren't going to be able to get anyone on um to talk about some of the most problematic stuff here. I did just a little bit of research. Okay. Um, Should we I, say uh, what it is first before you explain so, your yeah, research? So I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> okay. I'm getting there. So this is the episode we've been talking about and dreading for a very long time. It's it's the one where kid Tommy goes back in time and we find out. Well, we don't even really find out. It never actually introduces us to this concept. It's just we have to put this together. But apparently, like... His ancestors are Native American, right? Apparently, um, like they they never explicitly state that, but so like everyone... the idea that all these kids are having to go home to their their like ancestral home yes. lands yeah, or something. Yeah, the idea okay. is, that is that which which boy can't wait to get to cats because what the fuck? But yes, <laughs> the idea is they're supposed to be like going to to areas relative to their uh or related to their heritage which is how okay. zordon puts it and um i mean so so rock so far we've seen rocky go to mexico and okay. uh adam go to quote unquote ancient korea i don't really know how long ago it was okay, supposed quotes, to be okay quotes quotes need to go around all of these cuz they're yeah. all just well, on yeah. the same locations everything right. else is filmed they're all in. just different spots in the park with different extras right yep. exactly um, so, so, yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, so apparently, so they wanted to, I guess, use um, a hodgepodge of Native American imagery for Tommy for some right. reason. And I, and so I decided to do, like, I can't possibly do enough research to cover all the things that they probably got wrong here. Yeah. Um, but. I figured a good place to start would be to look up the um, primary actor that was used in this. Okay. Um, in this like subplot or whatever, it is a man named uh, Frank Salcedo. Okay. Um, 
So let's hear a nickname, Gray Wolf. I don't know if that's like a like a tribal name or just a nickname. And sure, the, the resources I have have not made it clear. Um, but he was a um actor. He's actually in the Screen Actors Guild. Um, oh wow! So they had to pay him SAG, which yeah. I guess go yeah. on you, Savan. I guess. Yeah. So his his Wikipedia page mentions that he um he put a lot of work into helping other like indigenous people in the film industry. That's crazy. Um, he's he's done over fifty movies and awesome. um and a bunch of episodes of Walker Texas Ranger. Because hell yes, yeah. <laughs> um. So he is um he is from the uh, Wapo tribe. Which is a tribe native to the California area. Okay. Okay. Well, there you um, go. Which would be which would be roughly where this is taking place. Right. Okay. Um. So that's great. But um, like I I looked up the like the culture or whatever, and like of course they didn't live in teepees. Teepees are more of a plains. Yeah. Uh huh. Plains I... thing. Um. And like none of the imagery that they're really using seems to fit that tribe in any way. I mean, just like with everything on this show, uh, obviously we're even even more in the weeds on our knowledge of uh, name of a Native American culture than we are on some other stuff. I don't know that that's true. I think we're pretty or uh, exactly much as much any of it. Yeah, but th- this show is doing the same thing it always does, which is just group everything together in a big well, lump yeah. of like. Well, yeah, no, we've we've been saying it, and it's the same thing here. Of instead of this actually being set to different cultures, it's being set to different stereotypes, references to f- other through cultures as they appeared in other films. Right. I mean, right. even all the way back with Trini, like they never really made, they never made an effort to explain exactly what culture she was from. It was always oh, just, they, they inter like they've been intermixing different Asian yeah. cultures since the start of the show. Right. Exactly. And this is, is no different. They aren't making an effort to differentiate the tribes to, to actually show, how the specific one lives. It's just like, it's the same thing you were just saying. They're going off of your, the old imagery of quote unquote Indians. And that's all they research. They did basically. Yep. 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 But uh, yeah, Frank, Frank Salcedo seems like a pretty cool guy. Seems Um, rad. He's pretty good. in this. He he done a lot. He did a lot of, he did a lot of TV, a lot of movies. Um, He had the, he had a nickname, uh, Beverly Hills, which I guess isn't surprising considering how active he was in the film industry. Mm -hmm. Um, he was also the hereditary chief of his tribe. That's rad. Um, involved in some, uh, in some like legal actions on their behalf. Cool. Um, yeah, he was, oh man, he was in Star Trek, the motion picture. Hey, uncredited. Uh, yeah, uncredited as he is in this episode of Power Rangers, despite having a fairly major role in the episode. How'd you find out mm-hmm. who it was? I mean, he's on IMDb. He's just not okay. Credited gotcha. In it's just episode. not credited in the episode. My bad. Gotcha. Right. Which sucks, but also is not uncommon for this show. Yeah, right. I mean, this show like the the show doesn't even credit Kid Bulk and Skull, and they're in like ten episodes. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's 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 pretty much all I've got. Um, yeah, it's um, it's I guess it's neat that the I mean it get, it makes sense because they'd probably be hiring people from the area they're right. filming. But like it's it's neat that it's somebody from the area at least. But yeah, it sucks that they sure. couldn't 
bother to even ask the person like, who they, they even actually bother to hired. ask the person they hired yeah. to consult on okay how should what should this look like right like good lord yeah yeah that sucks with, with some of the other ones like like it this doesn't excuse it in any ways but like when you're hiring like folks from another culture in diasporia like at the very least like they probably aren't going to be able to consult in the same way anyway because that's it's different to be from that culture but not grow up in it right and yeah. here they they got somebody here they have then, somebody who yeah. literally could say this is what it would look like and they didn't bother also right. we should just go ahead and mention that jdf is obviously uh, sorry jason david frank is obviously not native american i don't no, know I'm, about the child i actor, could not but... i tried looking up i couldn't find anything that said one way or the other yeah okay. um, but also even if even if they were indigenous, like if it's from a different tribe, that's right. not really yeah. the same, and that that would still suck, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, so just keep all that in mind as you watch this because it's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's a there's a lot bad here, and that's not well. That doesn't even get into that's the, not unique. No, it's not unique, but. As we go through this, we're going to get into the shit that's not even like you didn't do the tribes right. It's just basic. What the fuck are you doing stuff? So, yeah. Right. So let's get into it. This is season one of Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers, Uh episode Mm -hmm. eight. Sowing the seas of evil, which. I reread that as I read that as seeds. Right. Because that's that's, that's the phrase they're referencing. Um, there's nothing about seas in this episode. There's nothing about sewing in this episode. They just mashed two things together. They were, oh, wait, really? They were just like, <laughs> whatever, it's water aliens. Shut up. It's fine. Oh, sure. Well, there you they're go, just, then. They're just trying to make a water pun, and like the last time they tried to make a water pun, they didn't bother to come up with something that made that had anything to do with the episode right. at all. So we straight up open on a... I was going to say a flashback, but that's not quite right. On a scene in the past. Um, it's the aforementioned, uh, like, cowboys flick, teepees, yeah. yep. and a hawk. And uh, and a Tommy who falls through the time hole. Yep. <laughs> oh, so they, uh, they are time traveling in this yes, episode. Yes, they are time yes. traveling. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So what, you, what you've missed, Luke, is um, when the Zeo Crystal, when they... Like destroyed the Zeo Crystal back in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. They um Zordon opened a time hole and they chucked all the pieces in. <laughs> which is uh-huh. still the yeah, which, with the idea the idea of being scattering it across time would keep it people keep anyone from reassembling it. Which I don't sure. think they thought through because like time isn't a discrete thing. No, and my favorite if part they existed in the past, they're gonna like continue to exist through to the present. Yeah, that's the thing that doesn't Listen. make any sense. You don't have to time travel to go get these pieces. Just go you know, to as well where as they I are. do that in any kid show time is literally a different country. Right. Like it's just Yeah, so... no, that's 100% how they're playing it here. Yeah. But also keep in mind that the main quote-unquote timeline is supposed to be time reverted also, but it's not really. And then also they time travel and fuck <laughs> yeah, there's like three different layers of incompatible bullshit time theory <laughs> being layered on top of one another here. 
Yeah. And it makes me angry. Yeah, every this time is I think honestly about the it. deeper we get into this, the the thing that it keeps reminding me of is the Spider-Man clone saga where it was just like you you need six paragraphs to explain this character's well, origin because So what they <laughs> did in that which actually translates very well to how Power Rangers operates is like normally when you're writing a story with a bunch of like background lore, you start out by just establishing a few like core concepts. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe introduce some stuff that doesn't make sense right away with the intent of sort of filling in the gaps as you go. So you'll right. start to slowly explain stuff that helps the readers, viewers, whatever, um, sort of connect the pieces and make sense of a thing that would be too complicated to just dump on you right away at the beginning. Sure. What the Clone Saga did, what this show does is dump a bunch of crazy bullshit and then just dump more crazy bullshit on top of that, never bothering to try and connect anything or explain anything. Right, yeah. Just, right. We're just going to keep overloading you with nonsense until you give up trying to understand it. Yeah. Yeah, seems like a solid strategy to me. It's like the the, the Star Wars prequels. Where it's just like in each sentence there are two actual words, and then the rest of it is complete <laughs> nonsense. Right. Like if you add enough techno babble, it stops being confusing and just becomes nothing. A new language that yeah. the show uses. Yep. But anyway, Tommy um is pretty confused, I guess. Um <laughs> As you would be, probably. Right. He, so he just walks up to, to a random lady and is like, uh, hey, excuse me, I'm looking for like a big rock. It's shiny. So so here's the, th- here's the thing that I want to say really quickly. Obviously, we talked about how they didn't get any of the details right, and that's a problem. But also, Tommy is treating this person like they're a caveman. Like, everyone yeah, else yeah. is like, where's this so, crystal? And he's like, it's like a rock, but shiny. And it's right. like, so, what are you so doing? We talked about we <laughs> talked about this with Adam's episode, um, where the show is super unclear. Well, the, the, the show has a very confusing approach to language. Right, because, because he tried in that to, episode, yeah. Well, in that episode specifically, they made a point of acknowledging that everyone was speaking English. English, and they were speaking pretty much perfect English, yet he was supposed to be in Korea. Right. So it was like, well, then when the fuck is this happening? And yeah, exactly. Well, like, even today, like, I know there's a lot of people in Korea who speak English as a second language, but that's still not... Lots of people who don't. not just talking in perfect English. They talk in Korean because they live in Korea. Right, exactly. Um, So... (sighs) Yeah, so you, you, it's not clear here, like, what when this takes place. But no. again, all the communication's taking place in pretty much perfect English. And Tommy treats this as a, like a miscommunication. Like, maybe he thinks they're not speaking the same language. But he thinks she misunderstands a word he said for a very similar-sounding word. Right, so she points... similar-sounding English word. Right, right yeah. So she points to a hawk in the sky when he asks about the rock, and he's like, no, a rock, not a hawk. And then he, like, looks around for a second and then just goes, well, clearly this hawk will lead me to the crystal. Here we go. Well, she, so she, <laughs> she doesn't say anything. She no, just keeps she pointing speak. to yeah. it. And she just kind of, like, push him, sort of, I, I right, don't know. Which is understandable, because he just showed up out of nowhere <laughs> yes. and is being a dick. <laughs> like, get out of here, kid. From her perspective, it's just like, well, this child fell through a hole in space, um, 
and he's speaking to me in a language that maybe I don't understand, or maybe I do. Honestly, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to p- tell him anything to get him the fuck I out feel of like, here. I feel, like, I feel like the language thing isn't even a thing at this point. Like, she just doesn't want to deal with this kid. Yeah, I right. wouldn't either. <laughs> like, I'm just not going to talk to you, because Go fuck play. You. <laughs> yeah, just go play. Follow that hawk. All right, later. Bye. Yep, so he starts walking off, and then um, we cut to... A well, we cut to the same nature footage that we've seen previously. Is it literally the exact same Australian footage that they took? I don't when know they were if it's in the Australia? same specific scenes, but this looks like it's from the same reel at the very least. My favorite. Now, Go ahead. Cat looks like she like at most went back to like maybe the eighties. Yes. Well. Well. well, well okay. So we'll get there. Yeah. But also, Where, when Cat went is a very um good question. Also, in some of the scenes, so basically they show a cat in a field, and then they pan to a bunch of different. Uh, oh yeah, I just got to the part that raises some questions. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so they so, they pan to a bunch of different Australian wildlife, some of which you can literally see the fence behind it, which is very oh yeah, no, good. this was filmed at a wildlife preserve, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and she just is like, am I home? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Hold on. Luke, can you say that in your excellent Australian accent? Because it's just as good as Baby Cat's accent. Oh, I'm home. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Like, <laughs> listeners, if you have not watched any of this and that's the right call, good job. Um, that Cat, was pretty much it. The two things that I can't get over it, with the kids is... Uh, Rocky's hair and Cat's accent. Like, just can't get over either of those things. I am, wow, we need to get to the later Cat stuff because yeah. I am yeah. so confused. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> we um, will. We will. Spoiler alert, you will never be less confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we then cut to the, um, current timeline where, uh, Billy and Alien Billy are setting His name up some is equipment. Sestro. He's the one that has a real character. Like, come um, on. No, it's Alien Billy. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Luke. <laughs> so, I, we, we, so we, last week we, um, the Alien Rangers' need for, like, Water had degraded to the point of just hanging out in a car wash was good enough. And we all had yeah, a you know. complete fucking mental breakdown at how stupid right. it was. Yeah, at the, at the <laughs> rapidly declining standards. Yeah. Um, but now Billy's building a device because apparently apparently that's not good enough. He's anymore, already and... built two discrete devices to do this exact same fucking thing. I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I haven't watched these episodes, but as a kid, I remember it being a lot of like, Oh dang! A monster showed up, but the alien rangers are like trapped in like they, like they had to go to the aquarium and they're yep. like asleep underwater now. Yes, this is accurate. Yeah. There's... So, so Luke, what what you missed is um after the first episode where they just kind of pop to a fountain, um they introduced the idea that only water that was like Aquatara's water would be enough good enough for them to be able to hydrate. Yeah. And so they Billy, had oh, to... I see. So Billy built a device to, um, as far as we know, irrevocably change the molecular structure of an entire lake to into, match into water, water. water. Yeah, which was 
infuriating to begin with because if it's water, its molecular structure it's is the same as ours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like what's the difference? Yeah. Molecular put... structure changes, it's no longer water. And then in the... Is it like when you have a pet fish and you gotta get like a packet of like or like when you have like a flower arrangement and you got that packet of crystals you gotta pray? Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was the only way you could make sense of it is it's not the water, but it's the other elements that are diffused within some it. Kind that of, they need yeah, some kind of nutrients but in there. And then in any case, no one no well, environmental it's like they're not salt water or fresh water, they're like like solid, you know, nit- nitrogen water yeah, or something. Or something. Right, yep. So yeah, but anyway, as far as we know, no environmental impact studies on what this was gonna do to the native <laughs> wildlife or anything. Just we're gonna pop this thing in and so that and, was the f- uh, yeah they can hang out in this lake. So that that lasted I mean, all yeah, of one trees episode. Gone. The environmental impact studies are <laughs> over. So then let's see. Let's see. The next episode they was... needed purified water. They just needed like right. pure water, and then right, which they made a huge deal out of getting, even though like every hardware store is going to have that. Right. Right. And, and then last episode they literally walked through a car wash, and it was fine. So yeah, now it's, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous also they can just pop back to aquatar to recharge yeah, anytime they, they do that regularly yeah wait what I, I, mm. <laughs> luke listen any questions you have i guarantee you the show has not explained given any answers <laughs> uh so yeah billy is building his third fucking water purification machine also um billy's turtleneck a plus double thumbs up <laughs> very good uh he basically so- says Go ahead, sorry. This device appears to be a soundboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It also kind of looks like uh those hair drying machines at the at like a salon that just go over your head. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a bit of that in there too. Yeah. So he's um, gonna so test while it on he's unpacking it. Yeah, sorry, um, he asks uh his alien counterpart if they have bad guys on Aquatar too, and he says, "Oh yeah, there's a there's a ruthless villain who's constantly like antagonizing us. L- now that we're not on Aquatar, he's probably like destroyed the whole planet by now. <laughs> or I guess he just like got confused and or took a nap, one or the other. <laughs> like you know how you know how whenever like Zordon goes t- into the Zordon sleep or whatever, <laughs> like for whatever reason Zordon's not around, like Zed and Reader are immediately like, oh shit, their defenses are down. We should." Like, send a monster down or something. Right. Or, like, the like, couple times the Rangers have gone off world, Zed is like, oh shit, time to wreck shit. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Apparently, this guy doesn't actually give a shit because the alien Rangers are never on Aquatar. Yeah. But I guess things are fine. Yep. Also, his name's so anyway, Hog. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. His, the, the big, like, Rita Repulsa or Lord Zed equivalent for Aquatar is. Hydro hog. Also, he's not a pig, which deeply upsets me. He's just like a guy. <laughs> and I Although, guess to be to be fair, his his title's decent. It's Emperor of the Dark Waters. That's a good title, like, but Hydro right. Hog is not a good name. <laughs> uh, so Zed and Rita are listening, and for once, Zed isn't like immediately threatened by the sound of some other bad guy who's like hot stuff. Yeah, usually right. he's like really jealous when there's other bad guys, but not this time apparently. Yeah, so he's like, "Yeah, I hey, I like the sound of this guy. We should um <laughs> they call him the Hogmeister." That's a, see, that's a better name, honestly. <laughs> Just call him that. <laughs> 
but yeah, so they decide, hey, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should have him come down to Earth and like fuck up the Alien Rangers. And like, I don't know why he'd say yes to that. Like, why wouldn't he just be like, wait, the Alien Rangers are gone? Shit, I'm gonna hang out here and like wreck right, shit up. Yeah. Also, what does he care? Also, second question, like, why would you summon the guy who has failed to kill the Alien Rangers to help you do <laughs> well, it? Well, like, I mean, they also have. They also have done that. Like, fa- yeah. they have yeah. tried and failed. So, That's fair. Like, uh, real quick, Zed's doing some real fun, like, weird hand motions in this scene. I don't know what he's doing exactly, but it's cool. He's just, like, he's doing, like, it spirit looks fingers. Like he's trying, it looks like he's trying to do, like, a koi kitty cat thing. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> he's, like, jutting his hands out and doing little grabby motions. I like it. Um. So he says... um. Uh, Rita says, uh, you know, we'll be saying, see you later. Uh, and the subtitles, at the very least, spell it S-E-A. Sure. Yeah. I, that, yeah. Does she does she emphasize it? Rita texts weird? a lot, yeah. <laughs> no, not really. She just says okay, it. Okay, so the, so, the, <laughs> so the subtitles are taking some liberties here. Yeah. Got it. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, they, they do some, like, little flirty hand motion things to one another. And then we cut back to Tommy. Who uh, has just been following this hawk on foot, which doesn't seem like a real, real effective. Doesn't seem like a possible thing to do. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So actually, I have a question. Okay. Is yeah. is this guy he's about to meet the hawk? I don't think so. I I think this is just a generically magic man, just like the guy in Adam's Quest. Right. Like, like it's a Gaboria Caporia situation. Yeah, pretty much. Also, I just realized that I'm kind of angry it's a hawk and not a falcon. I mean, that seems like that's a real basic fact they could have done yeah, like, to he, like make this he's, make a little he's like, a, Also, f- it can't be hard sense. to get a falcon like for shooting a couple of scenes in California. There are people who just like have them for hobbies. Yeah, who do that? Falconer is a name of a type of person. And and like you know that Tommy is associated with a specific kind of bird. Right. Although, <laughs> do you remember the last time that Remember when they captured the falcon sword and turned it into a bird and it yeah. was very much not a falcon yeah. then either? They've never been good about that. That's fair. Okay. Like, I was going to check, maybe falcons don't live in California, and they were weirdly concerned about being accurate about that <sighs> and not the people in the show. But no, there's falcons in California. Oh, yeah. No, that's not an uncommon bird yeah. in the area. So, this guy shows up and... He te- like Tommy's not facing him, and he teleports in basically. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's straight up magic, poofs. Yeah, um, and uh, it it doesn't really it's not worth going into the, the dialogue here because it's all just the most generic like you you know what the dialogue is probably right. it's, yeah. it's why it's generic Hollywood wise quote unquote shaman. And it's Shit. a lot of like right. your your. They don't say spirit animal, which is nice because I know that is a a big like. That's yeah. That's a that's a that's a real thing that's gotten massively co opted right by white people. Yeah. They, so they don't. I, s- I guess they didn't do the worst possible yeah, job. Exactly. Just a few inches off from it's it. It's still yep. bad. He says, you know, he he. I don't know if it's in this specific one, but he says like trust the. Animal spirits or whatever, and and he, yeah, yeah. No, he's just like uh, you were. You were wise to to follow this guide or whatever. Like you know, but he, he just got told to. Yeah, someone right, just told right, him to do which, it. No, I mean that's 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 
that's the story of Tommy Oliver in a nutshell, though, of everyone talking about how much of a hero he is and like how good of a leader he is when really he just kind of does what people tell him to do. Tommy, right. is... I, I guess, I guess this guy wasn't around for for that part, so he just thinks that Tommy's a smart little boy. Tommy is funny because like I, I don't did you, did y'all read the Harry Potter books? I read some of them. Near the end of that, they like almost subvert the chosen one thing and then they chicken out. Right. Tommy is such an int- cuz like as we've said many times uh upon rewatching this, Tommy blows. Like he is only the main character because the show says he's the main character and for no right. other discernible reason. Well, and also but well the other reason is because kids Excuse me. Kids legit thought he was cool. Right. Like, that's true. That's true. Yes. Um, like the 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 show pushes him because he was popular. I I am baffled looking back on this why he was popular because but it's his, indisputable that he was. That's because his stuff was the coolest. Like that's why. But yes, yeah, like yeah, the he original had a dragon. Green, right. Yeah. The original Green Ranger stuff was pretty cool. And the like he got the cool shoulder pauldrons and he had a dragon. Right. So, right, and like the 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 footage was cool, like right. the actual yeah. Sentai footage. So what I was gonna say is like it would be so like it would be so fucking awesome if this show had eventually just been like uh, like when they switched to Zio if if he wasn't the leader and it was just like wait I mean why did you expect to be but no it goes exactly down the right, right. route you expect it to which. I mean, yeah, it's a kid show. I mean, of the course, it was will. always going to. Yeah, of course you know. it does, and that's a bummer. But yeah, of course it is. Uh, also, so, can we talk about what happens next? Because holy yeah. shit! <laughs> yeah. So the so the um, sorry, I'm looking up the character's name. Um, does he have a name? The character? The no, the uh, true of heart is what the oh, that's the man right. Introduces yes, himself he say his name is true of heart. Um, sure. He he takes Tommy over to a rock that has some, I guess, glyphs. So he says, it? he says, let me tell you a story that's been passed down in our people for generations. These are supposed to be ancient, like, uh, wall markings. I don't know the name. They have a name. Is it petroglyphs? I can't remember I the no his specific name. Um but somebody drew some pictures of the Zeo Red Zeo Ranger on a rock and crayon. Okay, no, they drew a picture <laughs> of RoboCop with a star on his face. Yes, okay, that's well, true. Well, I, I think they were trying to draw like the red like Zeo Zord, the the big punchy boy. Wait, which well, the the star the like helmet with the star is supposed to be the Red Zeo Ranger's helmet. But like, why does it still have lips? I don't know because they don't have lips. <laughs> but yeah, right. That's my yeah. Well, actually, well, no, no, I'm saying it's not supposed to be the red. Zero no, Ranger. actually, it's supposed to be the actually, the holy Zord. shit, they do. Oh, do they really? Oh, okay, dear. it might also be supposed They're to be the Zord. They're a lot less pronounced than the uh, the Mighty Morphin ones. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. They like, are on there, but they do look different. Um, like, hold on, I, I think it's supposed to be a picture of this guy. Okay, let me. Like the the Zord that Tommy gets, that's just like his own, like the the special Zord that's like oh yeah, it just might the, be the dude that he controls sure. like a Gundam. Okay, I mean the star is still on the the regular helmet, but yeah, he might be this guy. But in any case, like these glyphs are like there's one that's Zed Staff, and yeah, I was gonna ask why are there why is a like arrows pointing between the helmet. 
and the Zed's staff. I don't and I know, don't... but they're trying to tell you that there's an ancient Native American prophecy about Power Rangers, and that doesn't seem good. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, just, I mean, just well, in here's injecting the... their dumbass mythology into this. Okay, but they've setting, yeah. Right. Here's the thing. They've done that for all of them. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Every one of these quests has been, hey, our sure. in our heritage, like fucking starting with Rockies. It's yeah, this the your Zeo fucking crystal. You know, it, it maybe it feels no, it's it's just as bullshit because it's this fake volcano with this fake crystal yeah. that this yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. I love lore and I love convoluted lore even more, but like, don't inject your shit into the already existing thing. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the idea is that apparently Tommy is prophesized to come get this crystal and use it to fight evil. Great. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, then <laughs> I, this is the part I'm excited to talk about, which is the cat stuff. Because, oh, man. because Cat is walking through the quote unquote outback and a, right. and a Jeep pulls up to her, which point one, what? Hold on. Right, so she didn't go that far back in time. Also, we missed something. Why the fuck is she in Australia? Yeah, also that. Shouldn't she, she be in England or like <laughs> yes. Yeah, like that doesn't seem right. So they she should have been in like a Dickensian British debtors prison. Yes, that would be great. I would love that. Just Well, okay, <laughs> let me put it this way. Again, they take a couple of steps back from the abs- actual absolute worst direction they could have gone, which is trying to claim that Cat is has indigenous Oh Jesus Australian God. Yes, heritage. Oh, yeah, they that'd be really not- bad if they that'd made been, that one of the characters been, yeah. had like indigenous heritage. That'd be really like confusing and bad. No, uh, yeah, but yeah, so what I'm saying is at least they didn't do that twice in one episode. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. But here's, here's the thing. Before we talk about what actually specifically happens with her, I want to point out that Kat is the only, only, well, she's not the only white actor, but she's the only, like, Caucasian Power Ranger, according to the lore, and her right. quest does not follow the path of the other quests because yep. they right. realized, yep. I think, that that would be really bad. <laughs> no, no, do not give them that benefit of the doubt. They did it because, yeah. because to the, I'm assuming, very white writing staff, that w- there wouldn't be anything interesting to explore there because it's just white hit. Right, because it's, de- it's quote unquote these default. Other, yeah, right. These other these other cultures are interesting and. Sure. Uh, so yeah, they, yeah right. no, it's it's one hundred percent because they they don't feel as special appropriating that right. That so culture. They, they don't go to Dickensian England, which I would be uh, down with. <laughs> that said, I'm kind of glad they didn't because then we would miss this, out on if, yeah. If this <laughs> if this bullshit was how the other ones had gone, this would have been a much better arc. <laughs> because so a jeep pulls up, as we said, and uh, adult like adult Aisha goes. Back to like ancient Africa, doesn't she? Yes, she yeah, she does. Isn't we'll this there. where that shit happens? Yeah. Yep. Um, and yet, Cat goes back to like, like six months ago. No, no, no. I don't think she goes back to six months ago. I think she goes to fucking limbo. Yeah, she is. Well, yeah, because, she is, yeah as ahead. we've been like avoiding getting to, <laughs> a jeep pulls up, being driven by Catherine. Yes. Yes. Adult Catherine is driving the jeep, uh, and Cat. 
little cat is like, hey, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> which I appreciate that because she is immediately like, hello, what the hell? <laughs> so this is so I didn't really reflect on how weird this has played out because. So the child tells their own like adult version that, hey, you're me. Which is not the, the way past. that's supposed to go. Well, then she says, right. I'm going to be you, which I want, right. I want very quickly for you to imagine that a child walks up to you and says that sentence and how insanely creepy that would be. Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> right. If it's truly child me, I'm going to recognize them immediately and be like, oh, yeah. It's weird that you're here, but yes, this makes sense. Sure, fair enough. Because you've seen pictures of yourself as a child, so you would be like, okay, I, well. I mean, I've also seen myself as a child. I, I had right. mirrors when I was 10 years old, Zach. Yeah. So, yeah. so, like, this person, first of all, she's like, okay, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, you should get in this Jeep because we're in that outback and it's hot. Right. Uh, <laughs> Which, uh, the no. Jeep's not going to really make a difference there. Right, it's a Jeep. Well, she, it's she an open-air vehicle. She knows how to get to the crystal. <laughs> yeah, she says, I'm looking for a crystal. The lady is just like, oh, yeah, I know where that is. Come on, let's go. The- yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm still watching further into the episode, and you're totally right. She is not in the past. She is in some kind of, Yeah, she's like, in a hell dimension, dimension. or something. Because yeah. this lady says her name is Agatha, and right. I, I'm just going to spoil this. Well... I don't know. We I guess we can no, save the reveal. We'll save the reveal. Yeah, no, let's lead the <laughs> yeah. audience to the same ridiculous uh, trip Lucas currently on. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So so she gets in with Agatha, who's just her. Yeah, and it's just straight up. It's just Catherine. Uh, what's her last name? Pillard, I think. Is that right? Um. Uh, well, remember that Catherine's actress is named Catherine, Catherine. Sutherland. There we go. So yes, yeah. so yeah, it's just Catherine Sutherland playing Catherine Hillard. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. So they um, get in. So, yep, and then we cut to the moon. And um, now we we immediately have another question because so for the rest of this episode, they're going to act like teleporting to and from Aquatar is like going to a different dimension, which has never been established before. Yeah, and so. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, well, so here's the thing. The Whenever they need the alien rangers, Zordon just calls them up on the alien ranger phone and is like, hey, guys, there's a monster. We need help. And they're like, yeah, okay. And then they, like, turn into wa- giant water molecules and, like, flash over to Earth. Right. But we don't know that, they're, uh, that their villain here is capable of doing that. I guess that's true. But Zed is basically, he, he says, like, we're activating the dimensional teleporter. So apparently right, they yeah, can't. Because, because they need to get somebody from another fucking planet to Earth. Sure, I guess so. And That's fair. the speed of light is fixed, Zach. Yeah, the rangers can teleport faster than the speed of light. We have, that. that is like been explicitly right, cause they're stated. Using, because they're using a magical otherworld force or dimension or whatever you want to call it. Or whatever. The morphing grid. Yeah, you know, the morphing grid. So... But I guess um, you're but right. Obviously, yeah, obviously the villain can't use the morphing grid. That's fair. Zed doesn't have access to the morphing grid. It's so kind Finster's of important. straight up just building them a teleport device, which doesn't seem like it would be a, a discipline that crosses over with monster making. But who knows? Quick, yes. quick question. How do the, the alien, how do the moon crew teleport? Is it just magic? Because they do it too. I, yeah. Okay. I would assume it's just magic. Fair enough. <laughs> 
So um, anyway, so Alpha's, I guess, monitoring the external thermal energy in the area, which, you know, Alpha's got his fingers in a lot of pies. To be, <laughs> isn't, isn't external thermal energy just how hot it is outside? Yeah, it's a, it's a thermometer. That's what like, he's, That's just, what's yeah. the temperature outside? It's, he says it's It's 85. getting fucking cold out because Zed's building a teleport device. Makes perfect sense. That's how it works. Tapping into the dimensional Galaxy, as Zordon calls it. Yeah, the dimensional uh-huh. galaxy, which is two words they just slapped together and were like, don't worry <laughs> well, about <you> know. it. <laughs> um, oh my god. Ar- uh, so many nonsense concepts being thrown out here. I mean, I've I've been acquainted with the term dimensional galaxy for, what, maybe eight seconds now, and I already have a, like an explanation ready to go. Okay, All give right, me. Give me. Well, it... The idea is that Aquatar is not on, like, another planet, like, in space. It's, they're talking about different dimensional axes, where, like, there's a different dimension where Aquatar is Earth, and that's why they have Power Rangers. And that's why the water has to be, like, morphed into Aquatarian water, because the properties of their dimension is different. And they have a map of the dimensions that looks like a galactic map, but it's not the same thing. It's just a model used to understand it. I'm very you know mad what? that I don't have a rebuttal to that. <laughs> well, so, so here's the here's the thing that actually can work completely well with what the show's given us so far because they have been very cagey about how things relate in space between different right. planets. Yeah, like we know there's another galaxy that uh, that that zordon's from like he's from eltar which is a planet in space they've said that right but as far right. as they, they went there in the movie which is canon we know there's another galaxy that master vile owns we know there's another galaxy that they fucking lost yeah. <laughs> yes yes <lost> <laughs> well so it's like it, that that goes back to the old question we've always had is uh ninja on another planet or not because sometimes he definitely well, is so and sometimes he's not can i tell you something luke uh, in the in the comics that are being published right now, it is explicitly stated that Ninjor gives the Equations their power coins. So, well, sure, right. But what I'm saying is that 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 Ninjor planet that's all like desert. That's just uh, also in the dimensional galaxy. That's what I'm galaxy. saying. So it would make sense if Ninjor is also on another planet that is at Earth's right. coordinates, yeah, yeah. basically. So, yeah, yeah, they're all in the same like relative coordinates in just on one dimension over. It, it's like the 52 Earths in, like, DC Comics. Sure. Right. I hate this, but also it works, so it's fine. <laughs> you hate it because of how much sense well, I make. I mean, so it actually does solve a couple <laughs> problems, such as the, you know, ability to just teleport back and forth at will. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, I I mean, you can even kind of bullshit away the, like, traveling through space scenes we've seen before as just, well, that's kind of what it looks like jumping between dimensions. Well, that's the empty probabilistic space between these two different universes. See, Luke, the problem here is the bullshit you're spinning, right, meshing words together, makes more intuitive sense than the bullshit they (laughs) spin by meshing words together. Well, sure, because Zordon and Alpha are, you know, high-level, super-genius-type creatures that are using language that is difficult for us to parse as lowly humans. Well, sure. So, so what, what I'm saying, Luke, is people who had the benefit of time to write out a script and, like, rework it did a worse <laughs> job than you have been doing off the cuff. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I like this scene because the first thing that um, Titus, the yellow alien ranger, thinks they're going to try to do 
is teleport them back to Aquatar so they can't help. Which, which like, again... Honestly, that would that would kind of work, I guess? Yeah. Except I, they can just come back. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, and oh, then God. they say, oh, maybe they're going to teleport someone from there here, uh, which is obviously what is actually happening. But I like that other idea. Just, like, they just teleport you. Also, if any... <sighs> This is a problem with anything where anybody can teleport anything. Why don't the bad guys just teleport the Power Rangers into fucking space? Like, I don't well, understand. Sure. Well, because they could just teleport back. The Power Rangers could also well, teleport. I guess that's true. And also, space is not, like, a deadly environment. That's true. Space in and Power universe. Rangers is not a vacuum. That's, like, pretty clear, because apparently <laughs> it's not a problem to just be on the moon. But yes, fair. So... So if you guys were worried that this episode was kind of light on plots and different things happening, don't worry, because Goldar and Rito are still around. So remember last episode when they managed to find their way back out of the command center? Like, they were out fucking side. Right. Yeah. Um, We cut to them in the catacombs again. Apparently, they came back inside, once again got lost, and walked in a fucking circle. Luke, Rito and Goldar have been under the command center in a maze for five episodes, just walking <laughs> around in circles. <laughs> yeah. Of course they have. Yeah. Uh, and um, they are arguing over who should hold the bomb, because I guess it's hard to hold a small object. I don't really know what the Rito, problem is. Rito is straight up doing the, like, four-year-old giving a temper tantrum. I don't want to hold this anymore. And, yeah. and, like, my favorite is Goldar is like, Rito, you have to finish your turn. And I was just like, God... Goldar is his, like, his, like, babysitter. <laughs> no, we missed the scene where they were bickering over who had to fight it, sat down, and actually drew out a schedule. Yeah, <laughs> they Mom made a chore it's wheel. my turn to hold the implosion device. Yeah. <laughs> they fight over it, and they accidentally activate it, and... So, Gold- the, it appears to actually be just a really elaborate game of Simon. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just different colored lights that are yeah. blinking in a pattern. Goldar is my favorite person <laughs> because he just gives it to Rito and he's like, okay, stay here and I'll go for help. And Rito's like, okay. And then as Goldar runs out, his, uh, I swear to you, I swear to you, he says, yeah, that's the ticket. That's not what the subtitles say, but I am positive he says, yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> as in, like, got it. Uh, you stay here and I'll go get out. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's the <laughs> In any case, this whole bit is a, like, Chuck Jones cartoon. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so stupid and goofy and Goldar just like, fucking... Like, I was... I am kind of shocked that they didn't have a scene where they were fighting over who was going to hold it while it was activated, and Goldar didn't pull the, no, I'm going to hold it, switcheroo. Yes, yeah. Did, like the, the duck, duck season right. and rabbit, rabbit season, season joke. Yeah. Uh, and then, then, for some reason, Rito is like, oh, it's kind of fun, and like pets it, and he says, nice little bomb. Well, so he inspects <laughs> it and somehow intuits that it won't go off for a couple hours. He's like, oh, okay. I'm okay with this. I'm not going to die for a while. Which, like, let's be real, Zed wouldn't give it a delayed. Like, he would just have it explode. <laughs> yeah, no, like, Zed would tell them that there's a delay timer so that they'll actually go do the job, but he doesn't care if they get blown up in the no, process or super not. imploded in the process, I guess. 
I don't actually remember if this is the same device they tried to use before, if it's an implosion device or not. But I th- yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, it's going to blow up at some point in another two episodes. <laughs> so Billy activate. So we cut back to the Billy plot where he has activated his outdoor shower, which apparently also summons thunderstorms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And because it is, it is fucking blue skies, like as clear as it gets, like California fucking right skies. But then this one little cloud just develops right above his device and starts like thunder and lightning. It's pretty great. It's pretty dumb. Sestro is like, that did it. I'm totally fixed. Hooray. And uh, they cut up to the moon. Rita is pissed, and uh, they send down Tengas to just fuck up the the machine, basically. I, I do like the casualness of this, where she's just like, ah, Billy's really getting on my nerves today. Like, it's... The, as the villains get to know the Rangers more and just act like they're, like, co-workers, it, yeah, that's a weird well, vibe that I really dig. So, in the past, they've always... Well, not always. It's been really inconsistent, but a lot of times when they're complaining about the Rangers, they're like, oh, that Blue Ranger really drives me nuts but yes. he's not a ranger right now he's just a dude so, so billy you know billy that fucking asshole who i hate so much <laughs> yeah it's goofy um the tangas come down and this scene irritates me because billy has previously beaten up goldar unmorphed but he acts like he can't help at all during he's this. been acting he's been acting really powerless during this whole arc and it's really irritating yeah I mean, he does, like, shove one away and put one in, like, an arm hold, but mostly Sestro morphs and well, fights. Yeah so, yeah, so here's the problem, is there's more than one of them, so they're able to grab his arms, which, as right, we know... Right, yes, that's the most deadly, the deadliest move. So, one of the <laughs> Tengas gets into his device and just starts dancing around it. He says, hey, all, I'm in the bird bath, which is pretty good. I like that. <laughs> Um, and then, and they then s- it just collapses because Billy's not a very good structural engineer, I guess. So my favorite thing is they're like, okay, we're going to smash it. So they smash it, and then Billy dives so that it falls on him. Like, what is he <laughs> attempting to do? Yeah, I, I think they're, they're going for it. He's trying to dive out of the way, but it's like a really bad wrestling setup where he's very clearly maneuvering himself for the stunt. Right. Yeah, he dives under it so that it but falls also, on But also, I like that the Tenga's uh, version of destroying it is not just, like, throwing stuff at it or knocking it over. It's getting inside it and letting it collapse on them. <laughs> yeah. Because one and- of them is just flailing around under the pieces of this thing. And then they just, like, kick it while it's on the ground a bunch, which they've done before, which I like. Yeah. It's just, they're just a bunch of teenagers who walked up to a thing and started fucking with it. Yeah. Yeah, I wish they would tag it. That would be be, be my favorite. <laughs> One just runs up and starts spraying it. I was I was in a restaurant recently that had like a little outdoor area, and I watched this guy. Like, I was sitting there eating my tacos, and this guy comes uh, drives up in his car, gets out of the car, opens his trunk, takes a bag out. And just very casually spray paints all over the sign for the restaurant, and then just gets <laughs> back in and leaves. And just I a was, leisurely daylight tagging. Yeah, and I was so fucking like, well, that happened. I guess I don't really know what to do. That is, that is impressive. Yeah, you know, he just acted like he was supposed to be doing it, <laughs> and apparently that'll work. 
Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, they've said that's what that's what everyone always says. It's like just fake confidence, and you'll be fine. Like grab yeah. a clipboard, walk around, uh, walk around any office building, and people will assume you're supposed to be there. Apparently, just uh, grab a just grab a can of spray paint and start spraying a sign like you belong there, and you were sent to spray the sign, and no one's going to question it. So the tangas smash it and then just immediately fly away, which. The yep. yeah, the uh Sestro is like, oh, they were just here to smash the thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all Tengas are only ever there to provide a distraction or destroy a thing. Right. That's all they do. They're like putties that way. Um Yeah. So, so then we cut hey, I back. will say, because I haven't been around for most of the Alien Ranger stuff, I really like the Alien Ranger suits. They're, They're very great. good. That's the one I we've definitely like had some internal fights about whether we like the Alien Rangers as a whole, but I think everybody likes the suits. They're rad suits. The suits rule. Yeah, I'm 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 really glad I got to be drawn in one. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um um so anyway, we cut to question mark question mark question mark. <laughs> and if you thought the this shit space. was done before, <laughs> it's way weirder very quickly. So, right. we so see Catherine a- and whoever the what, what was the name she, she gave? She said her name was Agatha. Agatha are driving along in that jeep. And, and then we uh, and so <laughs> then a but very clearly even though we can only see him from behind, very clearly a person with like fake like whitened hair, like they put pow- baby powder in their hair with yeah. a very exaggerated fake limp. Uh-huh. Walks up, and uh, if you thought they'd brought in another actor for this weird scene, boy, would you be wrong. Well, I mean, given what they're trying for here, they shouldn't have, I guess. Right, but, but like, I'm pretending that nobody knows what's going on with this yet. Right, right. Because she walks up, and it's Catherine again, but old. But Okay, like, no, no, not, not but old. old, just they caked more makeup on her face so it looks a little drier. Yeah, it's the worst old age makeup. It does not look even... It just looks like she's in bad lighting. Uh, well, it it looks like she's been walking out here for a while and is dehydrated because her lips are yeah. dry and, like, her skin is, like, really caked and kind of pale. Uh-huh. That's it. Like, there's no wrinkles, no, like... Yeah, it's the only indication that they're going for old is apparently she has a limp and her hair is whiter. Yeah. Oh, it's real bad, it's, but anyway, she's just like, hey, so um, I've been out here for a while, and I'm dying or something. Right, and she's lost. And um, the, like, uh, teenage cat, I already forgot what her fake name was, uh, Agatha, there we go. Agatha. Uh, which you'd think would be the name of the old, old version, but whatever, um says, oh, no, we can't stop and help this person who's definitely not just me in some some makeup. Um, right. You know, you've got to go find your crystal. If we stop, you'll never be able to get your crystal for some reason that I've nev- not explained. It doesn't make any well, sense. Well, because it's some weird spiritual, like, soul quest. Right, right, but, like, she's not justifying it in any way. Like, this she's lady- not giving any reason to believe that. Right, and this lady, again, literally was just like, yeah, I know where it is. Get in the car. Just trust me. Like, right. like, and then she's saying something that has no verification whatsoever, which is yep. if you help this lady, you can't have it. So, okay. I mean, uh, okay, I will, listen, this is all dumb. This, that, like, I think the part you're criticizing is like, 
Like, listen, so, it's clearly some kind of weird right, spirit yeah, no, yeah, vision. The, like, the setup is fine. Like, on paper, this is a thing that's been done before. It's fine. It's we're criticizing this. The piss poor execution of it. But what I'm saying is that, like, a lot of stories like this, the, like, the, it's not explained why shit's like that. Like, that's kind of just part and parcel with this type of thing. That's sure, fair. it's just, yeah, it's just, it's, if this is supposed to be a big moral, like, struggle, they're really, really no-selling it because it's an old lady just pleading, hey, you, I really need your help, and somebody else saying, yeah, no, if you if you help them, the, the quest will fail or whatever. Like, none of it's convincing. It doesn't feel like there's any actual struggle there. Like, it's... So obviously a setup. Right. But also it's for tiny babies. Sure, I guess. <laughs> this is very true. I can very easily imagine little kids being like, no, now they can't get the crystal. Cat also makes the, the little cat also makes the poutiest pout face when she's oh, trying kitten? to decide <laughs> whether or not to do it, which is pretty great. Yeah. Um, uh, Zach, uh, you could just say kitten. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby cat, kitten, got it. Sure, yeah. fine. Sure, so we so we cut to Tommy's storyline. Um, They've apparently been wandering in this desert for a bit. Um, Well, I guess it's more like brush. Yeah, it's um, like brushland, scrubland. Um, and again, it's just like, listen to nature and it will tell you where and, to go. Well, and there's a lot of like, listen to the Tommy inside you, like, listen to your inner voice. You're, yeah. yeah you're, trust yeah. your, no. trust your feelings. You know them which, to be true, et cetera, et cetera. Which Tommy's never been like shown to be an overthinker. So again, no, not really the, that's, not really the lesson that needed to be taught here. The idea of Tommy trying to be introspective is like, I imagine that if someone is like, all right, Tommy, Close your eyes and and just concentrate on what's inside you. Like I imagine him closing his eyes and then just like internal screaming because he can't. Uh, see, I was I was thinking more of the like you just see some old old timey cartoon playing on loop. <laughs> just like a, it's just like a cartoon of Mickey Mouse, like. Uh, just kind of dancing up and down, basically, yep, and that's yep, it. Yeah, yeah, like three frames of animation. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But yeah, no, like if this would have been a Billy's quest where he's being told, okay, don't overthink things. Just try to get more in touch with your, you know, inner self and like trust your feelings, and your instincts. I get it because Billy's the, you know, overthinker of the group. Tommy is only right. instincts, basically. Yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a lesson Tommy learned long ago. <laughs> yeah. Um. So eventually he he's just like I don't know which way to go blah blah like and and it's literally th- listen to nature stuff yeah. which is so hackneyed. Yeah. And that's it and then he just like walks over to a tree and a big fucking arrow appears on it which like mm-hmm. okay listen to nature not usually that literal <laughs> like and when, right. and when I say that I mean like an arrow made of bark magically appears on the tree to point him in the correct direction. <laughs> right. So, okay. I guess that's what you meant by yeah, listening to Yeah, apparently he's on a fucking Legend of Zelda quest. Yeah, right. Um, so he walks off that direction. Um, and, then we, and then we cut back to Cat. Right. Um, well, sorry, Cats. Cats, yeah. yes. Three cats. The, yeah, by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 
So they they just keep reiterating the same thing. Uh, uh, our cat is like, you know, I've got to help this old lady, and um, apparently Satan says, no, if you if you leave, the, the quest will be interrupted, and uh, you can't come back to it or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know where it is, but I can't guide you if you if you stop. Like the way she said the quest will be interrupted is like you're saying it's like a video I, game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like I've yeah, I dropped this quest from my quest log and now I can't bit pick right. it back up again. Exactly. And like I'm I'm on it I'm on like a, a, a schedule thing, so like I'm not gonna be here when you come back to reactivate it. Yeah, exactly. My pathing won't take me past. Also, here again. I like how helping this woman doesn't involve well. Let this crippled lady get into the Jeep and we'll drive her somewhere. It's, I'm going to get out and right. just walk with you. Yeah, apparently Agatha sucks is basically what we're learning. Like, yeah, she won't help this lady. So we cut back to Sestro and Billy and there's well, just... Well, so, a- okay, so... Sorry. Yeah, it's So I just want to close out the scene, which is... um, So our cat is like... You know, don't worry. I'll help you find your house. I don't know how. I'm a child who doesn't know where where I am and would oh, right. have I'm never sorry. been to your house. I'm so sorry. I almost skipped over what happened to <laughs> Right. And yeah, she's, so she just walks off with this old lady like, yeah, I'll help you in the very generic. There's no way I could actually help you, but it's symbolic, I guess. And right. then and then um, teenage cat is like, watching them walk off and just kind of smiles and says, good luck. And then she and the Jeep vanish in uh, some sort of pink special effect. Yeah. Yes. They, te- they, they like pink teleport away or pink dissolve into well, it nothingness. It fades out because it's all fucking illusion. Right. Yeah. Right. Why? What? Why did Kat get a different thing than I, everyone That's else? what I'm saying. What the fuck does this have to do with her ancestry? Like, what? Well, let's see. Uh, Apparently, what we can infer here is Kat has no ancestry. She exists at all points in time. Oh my god. I understand. (laughs) So she is meeting her ancestry, which is her her own (sighs) past, present, and future. Okay. Now, have we ever seen Kat's parents? Okay, no. Are you about They've to just referenced. say that everyone in Cat's family looks exactly the same? No, <laughs> no, okay. that's no, not what Zach, I'm about to you're say. not thinking big enough. <laughs> I am suggesting that if Cat's heritage, if her history, if her lineage is this weird hell dimension <laughs> that's arbitrarily Australia themed, I think Rita conjured her from the ether. Oh, yeah, I no, see. I am 100% on board with this. I assume that's where you're going. So her, <laughs> so hers is different because the Zeo crystal was supposed to find the this person's heritage, but right. Kat is a and construct. Her heritage is the realm of the arcane. Right. So okay. Kat is just a very highly, highly advanced putty that yes. has been given right. some sort of, <laughs> yes. some sort of like some She's it's, it's been Im- yeah it's been implanted with human like memories and like personality but only enough for the illusion yes. so when trying to construct a like you know quest with your heritage or ancestor or whatever it doesn't really have anything to pull from so it's just, it just exactly. is it's desperately trying to construct something out of the fragments that exist uh-huh. Yeah, we got it. So it's just two other things that look like her. I love it. Also, as always, everything in Power Rangers makes perfect yeah, sense of course. if you think about it hard enough. I, 
<laughs> I also I wanted to bring up I was reading the comics recently and they I like the comics. I think that a lot of the stuff they explain is nice to have explanations for. For some reason, they felt the need to explain why Rita makes putties stupid, which is that once she made a putty that was too smart and it rebelled, so she decided to only make dumb putties from then on, which feels like an unnecessary explanation. Give me the full story of this biblical-ass Lucifer putty. (laughs) That rebels against Rita and is cast off to Earth. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, so, okay, so Cat's in the hell dimension. Right. She's back in. So, like, this is all inside Rita's wand, and she doesn't know. Right. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Like, if the camera's zoomed out enough, you just see that moon staff. <laughs> yeah, just give me the fucking end of uh, Saint Elsewhere, but. Yes. Yeah. So. Sestro and Billy say, like, yep, this thing's fucked. Guess the other rangers can't rehydrate. Oh, well. Um, And then we cut to the command center. And uh, Alpha is like, yeah, Zed's trying to teleport something from Aquatar. Oh, no. Uh, I do like the way this is phrased as, like, Zed has, like, gotten a chain around this thing and is trying to, like, tow it to Earth. Yes, yeah, I guess. Like, it's like this laborious, lengthy process that, okay, we got to find some way to blockade it before it gets here. Right. So, this is, um, they then show Hydro Hog, uh, and I don't even really know how to describe what he looks, he kind of looks like a genie. He looks like, I was going to say, he kind of looks like someone who showed up during the, like, Namek saga on... Fucking oh yeah, Ball sure, Z. a little bit. Um, he's big. He's like fat and blue, and he has. Oh, are you thinking of Dodoria? I don't know if he's anyone specific. It's just that oh, that's okay. the kind of design that looks like a no, Toriyama sure, yeah, alien. Yeah. yeah, he's big, fat, blue, and he has like a uh, kind of baggy pants and shoes. And I just looked him up, and apparently, um, in Kaku Ranger, this is just like a minor monster of the day that is not right, at sure. all the, like yeah, the main villain. I think our uh, I think our Sentai correspondent Emily may have mentioned that. Yeah, I think she did. Hopefully, um, we can get her on for one of these last episodes to tell us about him. Yeah. Uh, so they. I mean, that's yeah. it. We just see the thing and they're like, "Oh, hey, that's our uh, that's our nemesis." Um, okay. <laughs> Who knows what the fuck he's been doing while we weren't there, but okay, that would be bad if he came here. Apparently, apparently, we're looking at a live feed of what he's been doing, and it's standing in a void laughing. So, well, you know. right, so because he's not a pig, d- does that mean that Hydrohog just means, like, he steals all the water? Like, he hogs yeah, I think all the, the water? I yes. think the implication is there a fucking, like, G.I. Joe-level Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> where they're, like, these water beings who are fighting a guy who wants to steal all the water. I mean, let me read you the episode description of the next episode. Zed and Rita send the Hydrohog to Earth to suck up all the water. Right. Like, I assume his, like, normal plan is he's got some comically large straw and he's trying to drink all the water. Yeah. I like that you imagine him using a straw. <laughs> I hope, I I assume that it is a wacky straw, right? Like a crazy straw. Oh, yeah, no, like, that. it's okay. got all sorts of, like, crazy, like, bends and, like, 
Perfect. Loop de loops and whatnot. That's how they always foil him because it's harder to suck it up through <laughs> it there. It takes a lot can... more power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it takes uh-huh. him, yeah, it takes him so long to get the get the flow started that they have plenty of time to defeat him. If he just used a hose, he could be done by now. But that's the like his, that's his hubris. His, his vain glory is his downfall. <laughs> He just has to use a fucking silly straw. He has to. Uh. So we cut to chickens. Yeah. Yeah, so we're on some random-ass farm now. I lo- it's, this, it's my second favorite cut after the cut to the pig, that one episode. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting to barnyard animals is a well they don't go to enough. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, they're just filming on location on some, like, broken down looking farmhouse um, right which apparently is where this old lady who wasn't given a name but is very clearly just another iteration of cat right lives and uh so she just walks up to her um i guess her porch swing and is like you know you you sacrificed something really important to help me here uh let me give you a token of my appreciation which yeah, yeah. okay we can see where this is going now Except Cat can't, because she's like, oh, no, I've actually got to go look for this crystal. Well, she's Sorry. 11, to be fair. So, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Wait, are they 11? I don't know how uh, old they're supposed to be, guessing. I guess. Okay, because I'm just saying, normally they're supposed to be, like, 14. Yeah, but that's bullshit. <laughs> no, I, they're 16 or 17. Come on, let's be honest. I guess they do drive. Yeah. That's true. Um. I mean, but around here, that could be 14, but, you this, know. This lady brings out the crystal in a box. Okay, first of all, we get a nice scene of some sheep hanging out. I like that part. I, I like, like sheeps. Sheep. Yeah, they're great. Um, and For no reason, by the way. They just pan to sheep for two seconds, and then, eh, you know. Yeah, uh, so Kat pulls this crystal out, and she's like, oh, but I don't understand. And I'm like, me neither. Please explain. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, and then she says, she clears the throat and says, well, you see, the Zeo crystal went back to find your point of heritage, but really that was just this strange magical ethereum dimension, <laughs> uh, yeah. and that's how we got here. She no, says, the, uh, the explanation we get is just, um, so when people make sacrifices, they're always rewarded. <laughs> oh, boy. Again, yeah. n- no, I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> like, it's a good lesson to teach kids that you should try to help people, but- Do the right, but, do the right thing, even if it means giving up something important- that's great. You. And but we've talked about this on this show before. The lesson is always you won't actually have to give it up. Don't worry. Right. About yeah, it. yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, so this this actually sets up tells a bad lesson because it sets kids up to expect rewards for doing well, good you'll things. You'll always get your way no matter well, what. First <laughs> of all, let, let me say this. I understand that this is like a weird spiritual metaphor. That's established. That's fine. But please, for a moment, imagine that these are actual humans. So what this little girl has done is get in the car with a strange adult... And yes. then now, to be fair, is it a strange adult when they literally when they have your yeah, face? Yeah, when they're literally just <laughs> right. future you. Sure, but then she gets out of that car to wander in in the outback with another strange adult that is her, but even older. Well, to wander in the California farmland. <laughs> yes, and then when this lady gives her. A, a magical present. She's just like, okay, I guess I'll just take this. And then this, and then she hugs her, which just like, again, it's 
this is I know that now, this is a metaphor. to be fair, Zach, they've been wandering for probably centuries because time is meaningless in hell. <laughs> sure. They've had time to bond. It just seems like Cat is what going back to your saying this teaches a bad lesson. Cat is very trusting of these adults. <laughs> well, sure. Like <laughs> which she shouldn't be because the last time she was trusting of adults, she got mind controlled into becoming an evil cat. But again, you really cannot like go with that because again, these random strangers have her face. Right, yeah, that no, really like, so, changes so, things. Yeah, right. The the leap of pretending these are this is a normal scenario is absurd on its face. <laughs> it's undoable. Fair enough. Oh. Fair enough. But yeah, also but also like the lessons being taught here, like yes, they're that's a spiritual metaphor or whatever, but still the the literal words they say are bad here. Yes, accurate accurate. So then we cut to a hawk, lots of great cuts to animals in this episode. Um True. Tommy Tommy has continued to wander, apparently following just arrows appearing in the wilderness around him. And uh, he gets to a point where arrows have stopped appearing to him, and now he doesn't know where to go. <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel like that in my day. No, he literally <laughs> just stops in the middle of nowhere and is like, okay, where do I go from here? Like, he's in some sort of a trench right now. There's a very clear path forward. There is, in fact, only one direction that he can go. Yeah. So he walks down that direction. Well, and up. He's uh, literally up. going up a cliff. And once he get to the top, gets to the top of it, True of Heart is there, and he's like, "How did you get here?" Because again, generic magic. And um, also, yeah. Tommy's an unobservant idiot. Yeah. Also, Tommy's dumb. Uh, then True of Heart says, "Okay, here's three wrapped up packages. One of them is the Zeo Crystal." The other two will ensure you remain here for all eternity. Yeah, Hold the so fuck on. Tommy is also in hell. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, e- again, either this is also a weird, like, pocket dimension designed to test him, or this guy's an asshole. I think what? this guy is fucking with him. That's my okay. assumption. But yeah. also, what then happens here is... Okay, what? Yeah. So he tells Tommy, you've got to trust your heart. Like Tommy's like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? This is just a this is just a game of random chance. We're still we're still yeah. Legend of Zelda here. It's a fucking one of these has a piece of heart and the other two have like two rupees. Yeah. Right. And Except the other two have like wall masters. Yeah, apparently. Yes. Um and so he's like, what am I supposed to do here? And the guy's just like, Well, close your eyes and concentrate. And I was expecting it was going to be a thing where, like, he he focuses for a bit and then, like, one of them, like, starts getting highlighted or something to represent, like, his instincts poning the, you know, pointing him in the right direction you or think something. That, you think that because that would make sense. That's why right. you think no. that. <laughs> so what he actually does is summon a fucking earthquake? Yeah. Question mark? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. St- everything starts shaking. Um, they're doing the shaky cam thing that happens whenever the uh, the uh, Starship Enterprise is under attack. And then one of the uh, wrapped crystals, like, bursts into flame and, like, then into dust. Like, just vanishes. Yep. Because he, concent- then- he concentrated and believed in his heart so, so much 
that he he spontaneously combusted the fake packages. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, so then he opens his eyes, apparently blissfully unaware of the, you know, nonsense that's going on around him, and is shocked to find there's only one left. Wow, great work. What was, What do you think he was thinking? Like, was he He thinking? wasn't, Zach. Yeah, We've established. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Fair point. Oh, God. So then he just picks this up with, he doesn't say anything also, which is kind of weird. He doesn't say like, wow, or like, he's just like, mm-hmm. And he picks yeah, it up he's just, and he's just, it. He's just nodding a bunch. Also, um, I get that all the Zeo crystals are the shapes that are going to be on their helmets, but the other ones are like square, triangle. It's still weird that it's just like, this one's a star. This one's a very yeah. clearly like a <laughs> a um man-made symbolic right. like, shape. Wait, how do they do uh, Aisha's? Because it's like an equal sign. I'm not two sure. Pieces. Yeah, I don't know how we'll that one works. find out, I guess. Stay yeah. tuned. <laughs> I guess so. Um, But so true of heart says you have to be true of heart and blah, 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 some other stuff. And... Then says, you've also earned this, which, boy, is the word earned doing a lot of heavy lifting here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, through your closing your eyes and making the earthquake happen. And then he gives him half of an arrowhead. Yeah, because they just need to pile on a little bit more at the end of this episode before they get out of it. Uh, and he's- and Tommy's and Tommy's confused because like he only half of the thing. And he's like, "What that? What? What's that supposed to mean?" And uh, True of Heart says, "You'll find out. You'll find the other half someday, and that will be the end of your personal quest." <laughs> Again, video game. This is Tommy's personal quest, and then Cat's well, personal so, quest is <laughs> yeah. Because Zordon literally called this the Zeo quest when he sent them off. It's just he so named goofy. this fucking shit. Yeah. But also, I like that Tommy's reaction is like, why is this half an arrowhead? As if he was given a full arrowhead, he would have been like, well, that makes perfect sense. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I guess it's just that little extra bit of weirdness. Like, okay, that's it's weird, but it's okay. It's a thing. It's like a, you know, a memento or whatever. But when it's like clearly an incomplete thing, it's like, okay, is there significance here? Right. And yeah, apparently there is, but yeah, so he says, mm. keep it with you, and he just kind of shoves it in his corduroys. I don't remember then, this uh, shit at all, by the way. I have no idea what the yeah, no, I does. Yeah, no, I don't know if this is actually going to ever come up again or not. Uh, I'm going to guess it, like, unlocks a battleizer mode, which is another problem. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so he, you know, poofs back to... The main timeline, I guess, or the yeah, main he, dimension, he, whatever, whatever, wherever. Yeah. And he and Kat both just kind of pop back and like, literally are like, hey, guys, we got our crystals. Yep, we did it. Great job, yep. us. Yay. Only two more. Hooray. Uh, only one more. What? Oh, right, because there's only five rangers now. I forgot. Yeah, so just, uh, just Aisha. So, <laughs> by the way, Luke, I... I'm so upset. I just realized you're not going to be on the... Oh, no, wait. The Tanya stuff, I think, doesn't resolve till the last one. The Aisha-Tanya one. Oh, when I realized that next week is the Tanya episode, we are definitely waiting a week to record that. <laughs> because I know that you've been... Excited's not the word, but, like, 
something He's been you, anticipating. Yeah. You fuckers have already made me miss the resolution of that camera monster episode. I'm not missing that too. <laughs> so yeah, they we cut back to the command center and, and um Yeah, so Tommy's like, What's what's going on? And they just summarize what's going on. You know, Zed's trying to summon the monster, they're putting up a shield. Um Alpha successfully puts up a shield and uh, starts starts going yippee and we did it and stuff in a very uncomfortable way. <laughs> like her, his delivery here is infuriating. But let me say something real quick. I have not been irritated by the equations like weird mannerisms the way you have, Lexi. Mm-hmm. Watching them do this like we don't understand what clapping is, but we're clapping to show that we're excited just set me off in a weird specific way where I'm like, fucking stop it. They're somehow (laughs) doing a half-ass knockoff of the Galaxy Quest aliens before Galaxy Quest was even made. Galaxy Quest existed, yeah, totally. (laughs) Also, I never noticed that Delphine has a a seashell belt and the other ones don't because I guess she's the leader. I don't know why, but yeah. So anyway, that irritated me. Yeah, it's go. very bad. Um, <laughs> it, Rita, we cut up to the moon. Rita's Rita and Zed are throwing a tantrum because they, you know, their their amazing plan was foiled. Even blocked, though it'll like, definitely, definitely work next episode. <laughs> yep. And yeah, Zed just resolves to uh, to find another way to get it to work. And also, blah, blah, blah. I, I really quickly want to point out that the thing that Zordon says is that Hydro Hog's crossover has been stopped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like I'm glad funny, you didn't. Again, yeah. Zordon just <laughs> fucking breaking that fourth wall. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could use that literally like his crossover from another dimension. But I like the like. His crossover with th- this TV show has been has been right, I mean, it's, it's not a it's not a TV show, obviously, but like it's a crossover with the this other team that right. You know, yeah, I just thought that was funny. That's a weird phrasing. God, it's such a dumb thing to say. So the um we get outtakes in the credits, like always. There was one that I actually kind of liked. It's just a like a half second scene with. Uh, uh, it's an ex- it's prom when Rito is like holding the device or whatever, and like he's inspecting or tapping or whatever, and it starts falling apart, and he like stays in character and is just like, uh, oh, oh, this is this is very well made, huh? Uh, props, props, yeah, yeah, yeah I totally. Thought, I, I enjoy um actors ad libbing through a flub, yes, in character. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> like that's that's just a fun thing for me. Those are those are outtakes that I enjoy. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I like that. I like that bit. I like it when it's um, outtakes more also, than. There's also a bit at the very end with um. Uh, it's one of Tommy's scenes where um. Crap! I closed the tab with the actor's name. Um, <laughs> shit. But I think anyway, he, I think uh, he said his name was Frank, right? I think. Yeah. Um. It's like the yeah. It's wrapping wrapping a scene. I don't know if it was a, yeah Frank uh, Salcedo. Um, but it wraps a scene or whatever, and they're done, and he swears. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> they like I they like, like bleeped it out. I don't even know what he said, but I just think that's funny because like it's the one time there's actual children on set, so yeah. like yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I like it when it's the the 
uh, outtakes more than when it's like a weird extended scene because I don't usually care about that. Unless stuff. It, yeah, unless it's a Balkan Skull ad lib yeah. thing, they're just not interesting. That's true. I do like those. So that's the episode. I'm it, ready for these to be so done. Other than the cat <laughs> stuff, which was weird enough to be fun, it sucked. Yeah, I mean, these, yeah. we said at the beginning of this little, like, five-episode arc, like, hey, guys, get ready, it's gonna get bad, but... Yeah, the cat stuff was great, the rest of it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, the cat stuff was... Again, I understand, the thing that's craziest to me about the cat stuff, and I said this to Lexi off mic, is I understand it is, like, a spiritual metaphor thing. They don't fucking explain what happened and little kids watch this. Like, there is right. no point where they're like, you were going through a test. Like, nothing. Nothing explains why those two women both look like Cat. There is no explanation to the little kids watching this TV show. <laughs> and that is like, I would imagine if I was watching this at the time and I was like 10, I would just be like, wait, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> What's this happened? I don't know. Um, That's, I yeah. I do I do appreciate this episode for giving us my favorite bit of lore in a long time. With oh yes, our lore, our dumb lore that that uh, cat is yep. definitely definitely a construct of magic. Yes, totally. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> and the dimensional galaxy. Yep. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This has been a this is a, this is why we have Luke on this show. Yes. Right <laughs> to explain it <laughs> to, to explain you this. because you don't understand this show even though it's for children. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me though, I understand it completely. We're just, <laughs> we're just too dumb for this. Yeah, that's exactly correct. So oh, yeah, shit. I mean, so yeah, that it, was the episode. Um, we got it. like two more of these fucking things in season one. I yep. I started watching Zio, and I'm not going to go as far as Simon did, which is to say, like, it's actually a good TV show and not just for Power Rangers. I don't know that I can say that yet. I'm only a couple episodes in. But God, the the quality level difference. Like, please just let it happen. I'm so ready. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited to get there. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to find out uh, what's in store for season two of Alien Rangers. Oh, um, <laughs> like that, Netflix lists this as season one of Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. It Why does. would it be right. season one if there weren't following seasons? That's true. I was taught that in fourth grade. You don't say one unless there's going to be a two. <laughs> okay, that's true. Yeah, I guess we'll just find out what happens when we get to season two of Alien Rangers. Maybe they'll go back to uh, Aquatar and they'll have Ooh, like, that'd be cool. all, a bunch of sets for a different alien planet. And uh, Zach, like, they're going to use the same sets and just put a like water cheap water filter over everything. <gasps> oh, you know where this. do you think the equations hang out instead of the juice bar? Do you think it's I, it, like... It'll still oh. be a juice bar. It'll be like you spray some juice into the water and they suck well, it through no, their it, gills. No, I don't think that's true. Because, like, yeah, if if the rangers live on, like, solid land and drink juice, I think the equations probably, you know, live in the water and go to, like, an ice cube bar. You don't think it's just, like, straight up SpongeBob style where they just have liquid in liquid and never explain it? <laughs> I was going to say, it's just going to be a fucking burger place. <laughs> no, I, I I think it is like a, a glass full of, like, frozen cubes of juice that they crunch on. I mean, I would... I, I like crunching ice. 
I know it's bad for Ugh. my teeth, but I like doing it anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I, sure, that'll be fun. I wonder what their Ernie looks like. <laughs> I bet it looks like our Ernie, but with a weird <laughs> head prosthetic. <laughs> okay, if they actually did that and went to Aquatar and all their supporting cast is like the exact same actors, but just with that helmet thing on, that would be pretty fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! So yeah, so that's the episode. Um, I, it's been a while. Maybe we should do some questions. Zach, yeah, you have questions? I have two, but I only have two. So please send in questions. Um, you can. Yeah, do I know. That. I know we haven't been having hadn't had time to do them for a while, but like I still definitely like answering your questions. So yeah. uh, if, um, you, you, if can... you have anything, uh, it doesn't have to be about. You don't have to use the four categories for your questions. We'll answer other stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can send them to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter, um, Teens with Tude at gmail.com, and our Teenagers with Attitude Facebook group. Uh, you can join and ask questions there. Um, that was a really weird way to phrase that, but cool. I Well, you know, I haven't done it in a little while, so I got <laughs> a little tongue-tied. So back off. Uh, all right. I, I so have... all of those things are things Zach has access to, so I'm relying on him to relay them to me. Yes. Uh, Tim asks, describe your ideal Zord battle. They're almost always disappointing, recycled, and linear. What would yes, you want to see? True. So I mostly wanted to talk about this one because we just talked about, like, man, I th- there have been a couple good ones, haven't there? Or has so, there not been like something I- they always toyed up with, um, with any of the like Zords that have actually been discrete things, has been having them fight as individual Zords before forming up. And I wish they'd explore that more. Yeah, like have yeah. all the Zords fighting together as like a squad, you know, using their un- un- unique abilities. Um, they did that a bit with the di- uh, Dino Zords at the beginning. Because you yeah. had stuff with, like, the net yeah. and fucking will, uh, freeze powers and whatnot. I will say that's one of the problems with, like, the other some of the other Zords. Like, the, the right. battles Borgs are at least, like, are just humans, which is not super interesting, but at least they can operate independently. The Thunder Zords, like didn't really even articulate. They were just little cars that, like, moved around, basically. So that's not very good for individual Zord battles. So I guess it depends on which Zord you're talking about. But, yeah, I would like to see more of the individual Zord stuff for sure. Um, I've I've always had a vision in my head of, like, like, a remake of this with better technology so, like, the Zords have more articulation and stuff where you've got a, like, lengthy, like, um, giant monster fight where the Megazord is uh, joined up or whatever and fighting, and then has to split apart to deal with the threat. And like they're all oh, sure. like scattering and doing stuff, and then they join back up and like a really dynamic switching between forms because like they've got different Zords with these different modes and stuff. And I'd love to see them just sort of exploring different like combinations. And um, yeah. I think that was a that was a thing I think with. Uh, which one of the recent seasons? The, the one with the cube zords, I think, where they could form up in different, in yeah, different uh, combinations. Dr- yeah, um, Dino Charge also, like, the Megazord was three zords, but they had, like, eight, so they could, like, 
detach and reattach in different formations. Yeah, and stuff I'm like really, that. I'm really into stuff like that where you're throwing in these different these different forms or different formations, different like setups throughout the battle to keep things interesting. Yeah, uh, I think the pro the main problem is just like they don't really seem interested in it. To be honest, yeah. like well, so I mean, some of that is just it's very low budget and it's people fighting in bulky suits, like. Yes, but Even if they you look have at... footage from the Sentai and they don't use it. Like, most of the Zord fights, they just show the finish. And That's I know true. they're not super long in the Sentai, but it feels like they just don't care. Which, like, I mean, you know, whatever their priorities are, that's up to them. But they just don't seem that interested in it, to be honest. The The other thing I really want is go back to season one with the original Megazord and the Dragon Zord, and I just want to see a full-on fucking Godzilla and Jet Jaguar fighting, clowning on a dude. Yeah, I mean, that'd be fun. I, I wish, uh... Yeah. Give I, me the Dragon Zord fucking spinning that drill tail, but getting <laughs> on it and fucking riding it into a monster. <laughs> my my thing that, bu- that bums me out about the, the Zords after that one is like, we at least got to see that one do a fair bit, the original Megazord. I feel like yeah. I literally don't even remember what the attacks are on most of the other ones. Other okay, than so the, the tig- final So move. the Tiger like, Zord had jump in the air, then fall on its back and flail its feet around. <laughs> yeah. But like, right? remember the Tiger Megazord, the, the like Tiger Thunder Megazord, like once used these cool energy claws things and then never did it ever again. Like, there's so many attacks that you never get to see except like once. And so actually, the the Thunder Zords did a little bit, but it wasn't all the Zords. It was just the the Red Dragon Zord because it had the like human form. Oh yeah, that's mode, right. and it had like that. the staff and stuff. And like sometimes it would fucking ride. But yeah, I mean, the real answer is just a, a bigger variety of moves because I know they can do them. They just don't. They just show the same one over and over again. So I don't know. That's my big thing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Luke, the biggest you seem thing. Really is... interested in this particular question. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just fucking with you. I know that that's not the part of this that interests you. <laughs> that Megazord fought that top that one time. That was cool. that was pretty funny. I liked that part. <laughs> um, Luke, I, I'm surprised you don't have any thoughts on what would make a good Megazord fight because I've seen you play with. Zord toys. Oh yeah, I just I just like combine them in the weirdest, most upsetting ways I can. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, your favorite thing to do with Zords is just to, to fuck them up as yeah, weird robot, as possible. So I, I think Luke's ideal Zord fight would be uh, robot body horror. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so we've got one more question. Uh, Jamie says. Uh, I've been going through a little bit of a rough spot and I always like your show. It cheers me up, which thank you very much. That's super sweet. Um, but I had another question. Uh, do you guys have any pump up jams songs that you listen to, to, uh, either bring you out of being bummed out or get you pumped up for something? Um, so I can do a couple real quick. Uh, I've been listening to a band, uh, called, uh, Icon for Hire. Um, their most recent album is called, um, oh shit, uh, You Can't Kill Us. And most of the songs on it are like 
Imagine if you took like Katy Perry's like roar and firework, her super like generic like we can do this songs, and uh. then you gave her a a pink Liberty spikes and slapped some like Mad Max spiked shoulder pads on her. That's basically yeah. what this is. <laughs> so okay. uh, the songs I like the most are like Invincible and You Can't Kill Us. And that whole album is uh I'm sensing about, a theme here. Yeah, that that lady that whole album is basically about a woman who went through a lot of depression and now is 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 on the other side of it. So like a lot of that stuff is very much just like you got this, but also it's I, I don't know what the genre is. I think it's called Nightcore, which I don't fucking know music genres. It's it's EDM <laughs> so here's mixed the thing with... here's the thing about music genres. Every <laughs> single song is its own genre. If yeah, you really it, want to dig into it. It's electronic music mixed with uh uh rock and roll mixed with a very angry lady shouting. So if that sounds like your shit, it will pump you up. That's what I so, listen I was gonna to say, yeah, it out. sounds like it's very empowerment focused, which yes. is kind of what you want in pump up jams. That's what I yeah. So that's that's my biggest one. Do you guys got any? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, so Luke's thinking, um, I've got kind of two go-tos, like songs that'll always get me get me pumped. Um and they're very much me living my uh truth, I guess, because uh one is let's yeah. pick it up off the Digimon soundtrack. Fuck yes. Excellent. That song, that song fucking, I mean, it kicks. Um, and the other is a piece of Homestuck music called Unite Synchronization. Oh, hell yeah. That song fucking rules. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. That song's fantastic. Um, the only one that's like coming to mind for me, it's not a good, uh, it's not a bad pump up song, but more for the like, oh, if you're in a funk kind of thing. Right, yeah. Uh, when the lights come on by they might be giants. Oh, that's a good a one. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very much just like it's kind of a fast tempo song, but the lyrics are all about just like you know shit really sucks right now, but it's gonna be better later, and it's, you know we're gonna get through it. That sort of thing. That whole album they put out last year is really good. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Last year or this year? I don't even remember anymore. Th- Time is an illusion. I think it was late last year, but I could be wrong. Um, I have no idea. We are it was also, a good album, we are also though. trapped in a hell dimension. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the like the inspirational stuff is good. It was this year. It was January. Okay. Uh, God, that feels I'll, like years ago. The other thing I'll say that's just kind of a generic thing is like if you're talking about like I'm gonna go for a run or something like that kind of pumped yeah. up. Pretty much any power metal is it just like anything with ridiculous guitars will do that for me. And uh, yeah, well, hard guitar and high yeah. end fast tempo is yeah. So I actually kind of like Luke's interpretation of pump up jams as just like lifting, like uplifting, lifting you up, getting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well. Well, they they said either to like get right. psyched up or to like if you're feeling bad to right. get out of a funk. Yep, yep. And in that in that respect, um, there is another song that I always go to if I'm just kind of feeling down and I want to, you know, get feeling better. And I mean, it's I mean, it's probably my favorite song just in existence. Um, Pink Floyd's "Comfortably Numb." That that's yeah. a very the, uh, good the song. fucking the fucking guitar solo at the end of that I can get lost in every time, and it's it's sure. all it's always a thing where by the end of it I'm just like chill it's it's Mm -hmm. funny because like i was thinking about this just now where you're talking about like um like that guitar solo and i was thinking like 
other guitar solos that I particularly really love, but I realized that like a lot of the ones I can specifically call out are Metallica ones, and that's not like happy time music, really. <laughs> like, right, like, right. <laughs> really, yeah, that doesn't really fit the theme here. <laughs> no, it's like songs about being electrocuted. Right, exactly. Or like, like the, the best uh, fucking solo they have is on one, which is about a guy with no arms and legs. So don't like, listen to that one. Electrocuted in the original sense of the word. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So don't listen to that one. I guess. But yeah, that that's a bunch of good ones. So. I hope that yeah. helps, and thanks again for saying we cheer you up. That's crazy. Also, <laughs> sorry you've been going through some rough stuff. I, I know what yeah, that's like, yeah. and I uh, hope, hope you pull through. Yep. Hope hope everything turns out good. That was a so. weird way to say it. I just hope things turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got it. So, yeah, that's the only questions I got right now. So send them in. We'll, we'll answer whatever you got. Yeah. And uh, if you're looking for other stuff to, uh, I guess you know, pull you out of a funk or just, you know, have some fun with, uh, go over to audioentry.com and check out some of our other shows. We've got a ton of stuff out there and most of it is very fun. <laughs> I know that that was serious, but for some reason it sounded sarcastic. <laughs> well, so, yeah. well, I sort of stopped at the end because I realized that the most of it sounds a little judgmental, but just like <laughs> not all of our shows are oh, specifically meant to be entertainment yes, focus like we've got some stuff that's a little more serious and gets into some i guess more serious subjects that maybe wouldn't be ideal for if you're just looking to cheer up but, but lots um, of yeah it i is. mean like yeah most of luke's other shows are a lot of fun yeah you know <laughs> we got uh i'm on totally reprise that's a good one uh i'm on mcu complete me where we argue about whether marvel movies are good yeah, they're luke, not that <laughs> that show gets brought up a lot in plugs lately just because it's fairly new and everyone who brings it yeah. up is somebody who's not associated with the show and is just heaping praise on it luke's people have been very nice luke, about that someone, one. I'm happy. someone michael uh sent me an email on the twa uh, uh-huh. uh gmail that literally just said i like mcu complete me keep, please keep doing it that's so <laughs> great <there you> go. <laughs> we're going to yeah i mean as long as i mean disney's never gonna stop making those fucking movies so that show will continue right, i mean the, the release schedule will get slower once we've caught up to the you know current movies but we're we're gonna do it we have a few things we want to do for bonus episodes at some point we want to do the spider-man trilogy and the batman trilogy yeah, cool. those, that's that's adjacent enough. It makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think we're gonna do like the DCEU because fuck, oh, no, boy. That, that like, if you so, if you're if <laughs> right. don't do that, Luke. If the M- <laughs> if the MCU is bad, <laughs> I, I think um, Lexi kind of said it last time. But my favorite thing about that show is that you come out of it like typically. You come out of it liking whatever it is a little bit more, and Crystal comes out of it liking it a little bit less. And I well, think- what 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 that show is really reminding me is that I don't hate most of those movies. I just think they're eh, you know okay, they're fine. And what made me mad about them was how much people like heap praise on. Yeah, them. There, there is a wide contingent of people out there who are going to those movies wanting what they do and not caring about anything else, and are willing to overlook pretty much any flaws with the movies, which is fine. If that's how you are engaging with a, a piece of media, that's right. fine. Like, Just enjoy it. But the problem is when that's dominating the discourse, for anyone who isn't willing to overlook those flaws, right. it starts yeah. to feel right. like... And 
we, we don't. I don't mean to get super deep, but it's like I'm not asking for like, you know, high art out of them. I just want fun, competent action movies, and most of them fail to be that. Yeah, yeah. There's some, to varying degrees. There's usually some flaws with. I think pacing, I guess, would be if I had to, if I had to really the, simplify it down to one thing. Well, the thing I've figured out is that they all, almost all of them, start to fall apart at the one hour mark. Yeah, well, the, usually the first hour is good, and then they don't know how to escalate and I resolve. Mean, yeah, the I mean, story. we don't need to like. We can probably wrap this up, but like, <laughs> we should probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like most of the MCU movies, and I don't think. Almost any of them have a good third act. Like they're not yeah. good. The, at it. the yeah. cliche third act problem is yeah. probably appropriate. But yeah, so that's that. Um, there's there's a lot of other stuff at audioentropy.com too. Um, also, uh, audi- well, YouTube.com/slash/videoentropy for our video stuff. Uh, Luke streams a, a tabletop RPG game there with a bunch of our uh, uh, other members of the network. I do. It's on a short break, but it'll be back in September. Yeah, and I, I occasionally post uh, post LP videos. Um, I've got a bunch in the can that I just haven't really put the time into editing. Um, I try to get yep. some of that straightened out and scheduled out so we can get another batch of those out. But yeah, I've been playing uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution with Emily. Uh, that's pretty good. You should check that out. Check out all our stuff. Do it. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to be like Mike and say I took your children. I just would like you to please watch and slash listen to our things. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's it. That's our show. Um. Join us next week for uh, continuing uh, cultural insensitivity. I guess. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Two more. Yeah. Not, Two more. Uh, hopefully not from us, but you know. No. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um yeah, so I, I guess until then, uh I've been Lexi. I've uh, I've been Luke. And I've been Zach. Stay wet, y'all. I hate it still. Still don't like it. <laughs> I thought it was stay moist. It got damper, it got damper as we went on. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Zach. Sorry your normal host Lexi can't be here, uh, but I had something to tell y'all real quick. If you'll remember, I mentioned earlier that we were trying to get someone on who could maybe speak to the Native American uh, issues in this episode a little bit better than we could, and unfortunately we couldn't get him on. Um, but we were able to get him to uh, write some stuff and put that up on on the website. So if you go over to audioentropy.com to the uh, Teenagers with Attitude section and check out the episode notes for this episode, um, you'll be able to find his write-up, uh, which is more salient and funnier than anything we could probably come up with anyway. Um, so... Go ahead and check that out if you're interested. Uh, he has some some good thoughts about uh, a lot of the typical things that that get shown in this kind of in this kind of trash. So if you're interested in that, go check it out. And thanks for listening. Uh, see y'all next time. Bye.